a sign on your neighbor's lawn that makes you wonder how we went so wrong. Show me a side we can all get on. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Let's get to this. All right. We have an awesome guest today. Betty Sue with Nobody's Girl is joining us. Betty Sue is a artist from Austin, singer-songwriter. Okay, what, what do you see what I just did there? I don't know what chord this is. Um, if you're watching, if you're listening, you have no idea. But if you're watching, I made just the horrible, worst guitar, air guitar chords you could imagine. Anyway, yeah, she's an amazing uh, artist. She's also in this like super group. Okay, it's called Nobody's Girl. They got this new uh, album out, full length. Um, 10 tracks could be 11. Anyway, that's a joke in the podcast. Anyway, um, they're going on tour, right? They got stuff going on. It's exciting. Uh, it's a good summer, beautiful song. She played a song. I mean, it was ridiculously good. So y'all are in for a treat. Um, and I guess it's, you know, and it is, it's normally a song they do with the group, but she sang it by herself. So it, it was beautiful on its own. I can't even imagine the whole group singing that. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was awesome. She was so funny. It was so cool. Just so laid back, just like any other Lone Star Plate uh, episode, right? Yeah, so Betty Sue with Nobody's Girl. Please check them out. Amazing artist, amazing group, just doing amazing things, right? What more can you say? So yeah, it's a great episode. Please stick around. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food. Be right back. Hi, I wanted to talk to you about other things that are on the Texas Real Food site that are just as amazing as putting in your zip code, finding the best place around you that's serving, you know, all natural, fresh, organic ingredients, all right? There's resources on there. Reviews, blogs, articles, and most importantly, Texas Real Food recipes. So you can find things on there that really aren't on any other site. I promise you that and stuff that's pretty standard, but we give it a twist, right? That's the chef way. Something familiar with a twist. So we've got, for instance, cinnamon spiced hot cross buns. You can also find a great Texas strawberry cheesecake recipe. Just amazing stuff. So please check it out at texasrealfood.com. All right, back to the show. All right, and thank you for sticking around. What better way to stick around and listen to us um, than to join us on social media? Please check us out, Lone Star Play TX on Instagram and on YouTube. Of course, please, if you're not already subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Be notified for all of our new content we release every week. All right. Okay, look, guys, let's get to this. All right. Um, oh, and the Betty Sue and uh, Nobody's Girl, you'll find in the, the you know links in the description too as well. 
um, for their group, their band, her, all the different people, uh, which the group is Betty Sue, Rebecca Loeb and Grace Pettis. OK, which they're all in their own right, you know, singer songwriters and amazing people. But together they form this super group. They really do have some ridiculously good music. OK, like mind blowing. Wait till, wait till you hear this song that Betty Sue plays. Pardon my dog. If you can hear him, if you can hear that chain clack a that is Rocket. Dude, I apologize. Anyway, I think I believe Rocket makes an appearance in uh, this interview as well. So that's Rocket. OK, guys, look, let's get to this interview. That's camera two over here. Like, guys, we're rocking double cameras, right? Bam. Hello. Um, so let's get to it. Betty Sue. OK, nobody's girl singing an amazing tune. It's a great interview. Enjoy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, something happened. <laughs> yeah, I finally, I forgot my mixer wasn't on. Um, oh yeah, I know all those little things. Need that. Right. <laughs> right on, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, how about you? Yeah, awesome, doing great, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, sure. Super excited to have you on. Yeah, me too, I'm excited to be here. Sorry, my color is so blown out. I. Uh, just moved some equipment and I can't get my uh, web camera settings to agree with me in this new room, but that's how it is right now. <laughs> looks great. <laughs> it looks great. Trust me. I'm always having problems. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, what I, mean? I don't know how this all comes together, to be honest with you. There's a lot of other people that make this all happen and look nice. Uh, so, oh. No, I get it uh, for sure. It looks great. Sounds great. No okay, good. No problem. Uh, well, listen, uh, so this is... Um, you, you're part, I mean, you know, I want to discuss your sort of background as well, but you're part of this uh, trio here, right? That's, you guys got yeah, this like, uh, yeah, nobody's girl. Um, you guys have this new, and we'll put all the links and stuff in our description. I do like a separate intro too, where I'll introduce the website and all that. Great, but cool. Anyway, I mean, it is, we are nobody's girl.com. <laughs> but whatever, we'll say it a million times, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, you guys have a new, th this would be y'all's it says self-titled album, but y'all did release something else previously, right? We did. We put out an EP a couple an EP, years ago, okay. and uh, but this will be our first full-length record. Full-length album. So mm -hmm. how many tracks are we talking here? 10, 11? What are we? 10. 10 oh my God. 10? I said 10, and then all of a sudden I got like nervous. Do you ever do that? You're like, I 100% know this until I don't know it. <laughs> like, so ridiculous. Oh my God. Um, like about everything I answer pretty about much everything. Yeah, I'm like, how many years has it been since we started working on this? Uh, I have <laughs> like this, like last year completely screwed up my, my ability to like trust myself on any amount of information. But, um, no, it's, it's actually, is it actually 11 tracks? I'm, I'm actually going to look because this is so I love this. Hey, this is good. This is good. See, this is, this is what we're going to find out y'all. Listen, you're not supposed to know that stuff. You're the magic. You're the creative. I am supposed to know that. You know? No, no, you're the magic. You're the creator. You know, you you, you worry about the, the art and, and that. And you don't need to worry about that stuff. You know what I mean? How many songs? I don't know. You know, well, you know Listen to was, it. Part of it is, is that we recorded 12 or 13 songs. And totally. Like, exactly. And um, never in my history was I really like, well, before this, like, I don't think any of us were the kinds of, you know, 
people who could have all kinds of luxury in the studio to record songs that might not be on the record, you know? And so sure. like now with this great, uh, the support of our label, Lucky Hound, we actually had the ability to record extra songs and then decide what fit together best in the record. So um, wow. we did end up with 11. 11, I can say that with confidence now. <laughs> They're going to fire me. I'm out of this band. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know what? That would be a here. fun test if we asked them all. I bet nobody would know. Everybody would be probably, probably saying the same thing as you. Well, we record a few more. I can't remember. You know. You're very gracious, Patrick. Thank you. you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. It's all, it's all. If you were to ask me how many episodes we have of the podcast, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have zero. I have zero clue. And we number them. I still don't know. Okay. I still have zero, zero clue. Thank you. Please don't worry about it. Um, well, that is an interesting point though. You brought up about the luxury of being able to record extra track to see what fits on the album and what that is, you know, that is quite interesting. You're right. So normally, you know, a standard musician who's coming up, you know, maybe hasn't found their whatever they're they They still, you know, if they record something, it's like, I'm releasing this. Well, right. right? Essentially. You, yeah, because you're paying for that studio time, yeah. you're paying for that, you know, probably time for pre-production and the mixing and like the players and, you know, there's so many costs for every single song that gets recorded. So um, having that, like you said, the luxury is it's a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's crazy. Um, I, I, you know. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people don't even consider that. I mean, you know what I mean? When they're really, they don't. When they buy your, th you know, they're, they're not even taking right. that into consideration. And that's, and that's got to be a lot of pressure to decide. Okay, well, which songs are we going to record? You know, yeah. yeesh, that's uh, that's yeah, tough, totally, right, totally. That's a tough. How, how, you know, is it? This is what I want, and it will make it sound good, or. You know, are you letting other people, so everybody sort of wait? I mean, let's say, take for instance, Nobody's Girl. Is, is mm -hmm. all three of y'all just like, you know, tossing a coin? Are you taking votes? I mean, how does it, how does that work really? Yeah, I will say with this project, every single decision is extremely collaborative from, you know, from the songwriting process to the recording process to, um, graphics to what shows we take to where we yeah. go to dinner you know i mean it, like <laughs> we've really got to have buy-in from everybody you know and and it's not that like it's not that i mean we're humans right so like it's not that every single decision everybody's like 100 percent enthusiastic or feels like oh that's my first choice but yeah but we all come to agree on things and um and i, I it's nice it takes everything takes longer you know when sure. you have, have buy-in from everybody but um the result is that almost all the time you're going to end up with something you all feel good about. Totally. So I get it. No, yeah. I get it. You know what yeah, I so do? So we're uh, all in on the decisions. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Uh, honestly, I like hearing that. That's cool. Um, you know, sometimes in groups, right, that somebody can be the leader, make all the decisions and, you, you know, maybe they're just not happy with everything going on for sure. And that stuff can boil, you know, for a while and, you know, whatever. So no, that's cool. Um, you know, my thing creatively, anytime I work with people, it's, we don't all have to agree on it, but my thing is always, if somebody's very passionate about something that mm -hmm. I'm working with, I'll go with it. Like if you feel this, right. like I believe in you, right? So let's go. Maybe I don't feel the same passion, but some, some in you is feeling it. So let's go with it and vice versa. If I'm feeling it, you know, I'll bring you along with me, you know, come along, let, right. let's, let's do this. So yeah, totally. No, totally. Right. And we, and we definitely have a lot of that, you know, it's like, oh, I have this preference, but you know what? Like 
on hills I'll die on. Like, this is not a hill I'll die on. It's not exactly that crucial to me. Like, you clearly have a very strong preference. Let's yeah. go with that, you know? So we, we're pretty we're pretty sane about stuff like that, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't say we're sane about everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody's perfect here, right? That would be... Uh... That would be more crazy, right? If you're perfect or if like you were never crazy, that would be crazy. Yeah. Right? That's that's the crazy is like, yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So who um, as far as like songwriting goes is, it, you know, you guys are all three individual, you know, artists on your own accord. So is it that everyone just sort of brings in an idea and then the other two add to it? Is that how y'all bring the songs or y'all three sit down and just start from scratch? We start from scratch. I mean, there there are definitely a lot of songs that start with, you know, we all bring in our notebooks or, you know, our phones, all our voice memos and like, oh, I have this little hook I've been thinking about or I have this idea for a song that I never wrote. Um, You know, so they might start from that. But we really do. None of these are here's a draft. Do you guys want to look at this? Or here's a whole song. It's they're written from the ground up together. Wow, that's cool. That is cool. Wow. Yeah. So you well, you could surprise everyone one day with just the whole song. And be like, (laughs) okay, guys, now now we can go hit up happy hour. Okay. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all of us have songs. We all love each other's songs and we've all performed each other's songs, actually. Like solo parts. That's cool. But I mean, this is gonna sound so slightly cynical but also a little bit like i feel like see some people hear this as cynical and i think of this as like loving so maybe i just have a really cynical heart but we decided early on we're like okay we all know all those rock and roll histories of like bands that got into decades of feuds with each other because one of them wrote the hit you know and the other members of the band like didn't get as much money you know it's like and, and so we just were like, no, from day one, if we're going to be a band, we're going to write all of our songs together and just avoid that whole, like, not that we think any of these songs are going to be a runaway hit. Of course, they should be. Sure. I yeah. mean, <laughs> they should be. <laughs> all of them, every single one. No, but, you know, Absolutely. if some success came our way through one of the songs, then we just didn't want that to become a reason that our genuine friendship would suffer. So I think that's. I think that's smart. Yeah, I think that's just looking <laughs> ahead. That just sounds smart to me, honestly. Well, thanks. Right? That's just the best. Honestly, really, it's like, I like that way too. I mean, you know, I like the way that sounds a lot better. There's no pressure either, right? It's like, okay, look, we're all in this together. When you're down, I'm up. When I'm down, you're up. And we'll all make this, you know, work together as a team. Uh, right. Essentially, and, and, right. Exactly. Yeah. And like, if it comes to like, which song should we make videos for? Which songs should we push to radio? You know, like... Nobody's got an extra bone. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. Well, that's another, you know, let's let's dive into that a little deeper. How do you all pick the songs to do the videos for? Is I guess it's the single you're going to push the most. But how how does that even get decided? You know, it's been for us. It's really been just a lot of conversation with our our label, with um our publicists and our, um, you know, our label talking to the distribution people and just kind of getting a feel for what people felt like the climate was right for. Um, yeah. And totally. 
I mean, it's, I mean, I hate to make it sound so sausage making ish, but you know, that's really kind of a lot of it. And, and of course we always push songs that we just feel emotionally really connected to. And, um, you know, that, that, sense. that feel, that feel like they would translate visually and, you know, Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah. I wouldn't even think, I would just be like, well, I like the way that sounds. I wouldn't even be thinking about <laughs> visually. You're th see, you're thinking like an artist. I like that. No, that's uh look, this, it, you know, the sausage making, it is, it's a business at the same time too. Right. I mean, let's yeah. be real here. Like y'all have bills to pay, you know? Uh, so know. no, awful? right. It is. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. It is awful. Uh, I just, Listen, my wife and I had a conversation on my on the rooftop of our building last night. I'm not joking for like two hours about like, you know, this whole UFO thing that's going like, what are these objects in the sky? And all of a sudden we're going off on like, what is life really? What are we doing? You know, we pay our bills. We, we're looking at this like concrete jungle. Like my wife hates it. She loves like nature and, mm -hmm. you know. It's like, uh, it is this crazy dilemma of, uh, you know, what, I mean, we say that jokingly, but what are we doing with the what lives are we doing? here? I know, yeah. I know. And it's so short. It's so short. Yeah, I guess it is. If you, you know, I guess, I guess it, it just depends really too. Uh, I don't know. That's a great question too. Life is short. Is it? I don't know. I guess it depends <laughs> how you live it. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Gosh. I guess if you're interested in a lot of things, then it seems really short. That, wow. That's, that's a, that's a great way to put it. You're right. It will fly by if yeah. you're, well, that's a, that's there are too a many, to there are too many it. things to do. You know, you're not, you're never going to get to them all. So you got to choose. And I think that is to me, that's the great tragedy of life. Wow. Yeah, I like that. What what getting, are you excited? We're getting deep and philosophical right Listen, here. This is what the podcast is about right here. You know what I mean? This is what I love to get into, this type of stuff. Uh, you know, these extended conversations. Yeah, I'm all about it. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. With COVID and everything, obviously, that was a very traumatic year for, you know, everybody uh, yeah. in the world. You know, I don't can't think of one unifying event uh, as recent as this, right? Uh, obviously, it's affected everyone. And I'm That's curious... What are you excited about getting out to do now that things are sort of opening up slowly? And uh, but, but aside from musically, because I know obviously you're mm -hmm, super right. ready to get back to playing in front of people. I get it, uh, you know, and we're ready to hear it, you know, as fans. So you know, I ate at my first indoor restaurant recently. I mean, that this sounds so. I mean, it sounds so stupid, but. It was mind blowing. Like it was, it was <laughs> jarring at first. It was like I was kind of nervous. Like yeah. I was like, "Am I supposed to touch this stuff? Am I supposed to <laughs> like talk here without a mask on?" Like, and it kind of felt like when you looked around the restaurant and like the tables were kind of distanced and everything. But I'm looking at the other tables of people eating, and and like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was very locked down during. Yeah, me too. The I was too. So, um, so looking around. So like I rarely saw people at all. And then when I saw them, you know, we were totally masked up and um, I kind of felt like I was seeing people like reveal, like it felt a little naked, like just yeah. <laughs> to yeah. see their faces and be able to see their whole expression. I was like, I feel like I'm like invading people's privacy, watching them <laughs> eat and stuff. But it was, it was so, it was so nice to like sit down and have a meal I didn't cook that I don't have to clean up. And like sit with other friends and just to be like relaxed with with other people it, because I, I live alone and 
it was, um, I mean, it's it, tough, right? I'm sure it, it was hard and it was fun and it was like a relief. And it was also like, how was this ever normal before? Like, how did we just take for granted all of this access that we had to all of the people that we love, um, that we could just decide to be with them whenever we wanted. Um, these things that were so normal before, like I think now in hindsight, we can see what a privilege that was. And so I think just more of that, more of just like sitting on a bench with a friend and um, doing things without feeling so afraid, you know, like being able to go into stores and like support more local business again, like that felt really good yeah. as opposed to ordering everything from the largest corporation on earth. Um, you know, that, that has felt amazing recently to like, for me to, you know, and I did curbside pickup for a lot of local businesses, local bookstores and stuff like that during the pandemic, but like being able to go in and like, I don't know about you, but like when I did curbside, it's like, I ended up just buying what I needed, right? Like yeah. there were no impulse buys. There's no like, Oh, look at that on the next shelf. That's so cool. I'm going to yeah. bring that home. And that's a good point. And so like to now be able to go into local businesses and just be like, Oh, I want that too. And like, <laughs> and to feel like I'm supporting this person in my community. Uh, I'm just looking forward to more of that and being more intentional about that. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Great answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. We're especially on the podcast here. We're all about supporting local food businesses, but of course that mm -hmm. expands to any local business, right? We're yeah. about it. Any of that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, you're not the first person to say that to me as far as like that connection with local businesses that they feel like they didn't have as close before, or maybe just didn't even know about having. Yeah. And, you know, started to make those relationships and hopefully we'll keep them and we'll want to continue to support them. Yeah, I'm with you 100% because those local businesses do thrive on that, you know, foot traffic and they may not have as big online presence. And right. So they, they do. Right. Uh, they need some of that in person um, activity. I'm with you. Like, I'm so ready to get out and do that. I'm with you. I was like super locked down, you know. Yeah, same thing. And. Mm -hmm. I ate out maybe a little more recent than you, uh, you know, or excuse me, earlier than you. Uh, but I remember that same feeling of, wow, this feels good to be back in a restaurant. And I'm from the industry. So for me, it's like for you, if, you know, for you getting back on stage, that's what it was like for me getting back in yeah. a restaurant. I was like, oh, yes. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Because I love eating and being at, I love dining out. I'm all yeah. about it. I love ordering a bunch of food and eating and trying and going, you know, and I'm all yeah. about that. And yeah. Well, and that it. was the thing is like my, so I was at this restaurant and I was with a couple of friends who I hadn't seen in a, totally. in a really long time. And yeah. um, we were all fully vaccinated and everything. And like, we, we started looking at the menu and we thought, we kind of looked at each other and I could tell we were all thinking, in hindsight, I could tell we were all thinking it, but we just kind of kept giving each other these weird looks. And then we finally said like, do you want to order family style? And like the idea of three people touching a plate and totally. then, you know, like, not that we were like, you know, whatever, double dipping or anything, but still like, that was so nice. <laughs> to share food, like to be like, oh, I want to taste that. I want to taste that. It was so great.
Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I mean, honestly, that's the only way I like to eat. Like if you ever go out to eat, if you ever go out to eat with me, trust me when I say I will be asking for something off your plate, (laughs) but I'll be offering from mine at the same time, you know, but it's like, are we not sharing? Cause that's like the only way I know how to eat. It's like, just everything goes in the middle, right? Otherwise I get major order envy. Cause I'm yeah, exactly. I get the, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I should have ordered that. That, See when I'm looking at the menu, right? Like you make that one decision, like why we can just have it all. We can all be happy here. I know. I know. Can we just order one of everything? I don't need 27 bites of that shrimp. I can, you know, just a couple and then a couple of exactly. here, a couple there. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, you and I, we could eat together. We could eat Absolutely. Together. <laughs> of course. I, I love eating with anybody. That's like, that's my main thing. Like, let's do it. Because, you know, it's something about food. You know, honestly, it's how this podcast sort of started. The idea of breaking bread with somebody. Okay, yeah. like that idea, right? It's such a, you know, you've probably had some of your most deepest, intimate conversations over a meal or post meal, right? The, the, the plates are gone. You're just a yeah. knife and fork on there. And, and you know what I mean? Everything's dying to, and you start to have that conversation, that second wind, it go, it gets deep, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. So yeah, I'm all about really, dining it out. Really is it breaks down certain barriers and it's, and it's like a very pleasurable way to be kind of stuck with people. You know what I mean? That's like, a great way to that, put it. That sounds, it's not the greatest word, but like- No, I love the way you put that, honestly. But I you like are that. kind of stuck, but you're, it's so pleasurable. And um, and then you just end up talking about things that might feel awkward in another situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people, I was just talking with a couple friends the other day about um, about how there are family members that like every time you sit down at a meal, you can have you can have a two hour conversation about whatever's going on in your life, right? And then outside of mealtime, you never talk to them. Absolutely. Everybody's got some family members like that, you know? Yeah. And and if it weren't for that, like you said, time to break bread together, how many relationships would be missing from our lives or wouldn't go as deep, you know? And I so I think I think that I think being able to return to that is gonna be a big deal. Absolutely. Of course. It's, you know, I always say it's, um, it's just a very vulnerable state you're in when you're eating. Right. I mean, I mean, just primally, right. Like animals when they eat, it's like a vulnerable. So when you're eating at the table, it's not like I'm, I can't throw fists. Right. So it's like, we're eating, I'm vulnerable. You're vulnerable. Let's talk, you know, let's, let's have a conversation. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's, um, yeah. And you know, bringing this back to music, same thing with music, right? People are ready to hear live music and to have that connection again. And I know people missed it, you know, immensely because there's just something magical about that in-person experience you cannot get from live streams and, and all that was great. And I know that that helped a lot of artists and fans both, you know, a lot, you know, through COVID, I know that for sure. Uh, but yes, and for the artist, right, to get back on stage, for, for you to be able to connect again. Have you played a show? Are you ready to play a show? Or has that happened yet? Have you already played in front of an audience? I have at um, very limited, in very limited circumstances. Yeah. Um, but I, and the, the most amazing thing was, so I just did this event, um, not with Nobody's Girl. We have, the three of us haven't been in a room together yet since last wow. February. But wow. um, I just did an event uh, out in Winslow, Arizona with a, a group called Roots on the Rails that does um, kind of train-oriented music events. And um, 
and like with uh, Bonnie Whitmore and Jamie Harris, Mary Gaucher and um, Dead Rock West, there, it was John D. Graham. So we were all kind of out there together. And to be able to play and sing with people, harmony in real time, like yeah. playing instruments together at the same time, like, oh my God, it was, <laughs> it was like a music gasm. Like, <laughs> Oh, I needed that. It was we, and we were all like getting really emotional after each set because sure. just the ability to do that, you know. I mean, I I know a lot. There are a lot of bands that potted together, or bands that like have partners, you know, that are a couple or something, and so they they didn't get to miss that as much this past year. But for I think most of my friends and I, we haven't been able to sing a harmony or you know play along with somebody. And, Absolutely, you know, it was really great. No, like, that's I'm, awesome. I'm, and I'm so looking forward to with nobody's girl you know it's like the thing that we do is harmony <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we were kind of like oh this is kind of rough for a harmony trio a, but yeah this... um but we are we are we're all just like dying to sing together again no that's awesome when when's gonna be the first time you guys are gonna get together or planning on it or have you planned it yeah well we've been doing these I know this sounds very unromantic, but these kind of like remote Zoom rehearsal things where we basically just discuss what parts we're working on and then yeah. play a little bit and then kind of imagine it being pieced together. We won't actually be in the same room rehearsing until mid-July. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, that's going to be nice. That's going to be right special. Right before our CD release. So wish right. us luck. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's going to be magical. I honestly would love to, this would, this is the summer I think of the best concerts I think will be because, you know, it'll be, you know, the artists coming back to the stage, they're going to be emotional. I just think you're going to get some of the most raw emotional performances out of people, uh, for that reason, you know? Yeah. I mean, and for the fans, they're going to be craziest right now. I'm investing in waterproof makeup. I'm just going to say. <laughs> it's gonna be oh, like, I don't blame you. Otherwise, it'd be like massive train tracks coming down my face. <laughs> I know I'm going to be emotional. Of course. Absolutely. I get it. Um, I totally get it. You know, there were so many artists that I spoke to who, you know, maybe some more seasoned experience that have been in the game a long time. I mean, they were like, dude, I have not played in 40 years. You know, it's like I've yeah. been playing steadily for X amount of years. Like I've never stopped like this. This is crazy. So, you know, the comeback from that is, of course, going to be it's absolutely going to be emotional. That's why I think these shows are going to be some of the best ever, maybe or in a long time, yeah. you know, ju just for that reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. Uh, but at the same time, it's a little timid, a little scary, too. I get it to get back out there. Slow roll. Baby steps. Baby steps. You know. Baby steps. Baby yeah. steps until you jump in. I mean, it, that's yeah. kind of what it feels like. It's kind of like you're tiptoeing to a pool and then you just got to go for it. Go Absolutely. for it. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. We, um, I mean, we, you know, we need to get back out to for our own health and mental, you know, we all need it. Um, of course, we'll do whatever we have to for COVID and protection and, you know, of course, all of that. But at the same time, yes, we're all ready for it. We need it. I'm glad everyone's getting vaccinated. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm there's so some pushback glad. here and there, but. You know, as far as everyone I know is getting vaccinated, you know, I don't really hang yeah, out with I know, any non-vaxxers. Yeah, I know very few non-vaxxers. And, yeah. um, and honestly, it just makes me really sad, you know, because, I mean, you and I both know this, you know, it's not just about, it's about you. It's sure. 
It's about not just your, and it's not just your local community. It's this global community of people who are depending on people who have access to the vaccine to receive it. Yeah. You know, and there are people that would, you know, that are still haven't gotten the vaccine that would love to have it. Right. So then here you are like, nah, forget this life-saving procedure over here. You know what I mean? Like just the luxury of being able to say that, like that, that escape, that escapes their mind uh, alone. Right. Um, or, yeah. you know, or people who are compromised in some other way who really medically can't take it, who are depending on the rest of society. To exactly. Take it, you know? Great point. Great so, point. I, you know, it's it's really about being a member of humanity and, you know, doing your part for your fellow man. I, think that's I agree. Yeah, I agree. The deal. Uh, that's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Look, I get we it. Can do I it, get guys. it. I got it for sure. We can do it. Absolutely. We can do it. It's uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy that that becomes, but what else, you know, 2020, it's like, I don't expect anything less, uh, at this point, um, <laughs> from certain people, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> of course, of course they're going to make a big fuss out of this or that, you know, it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Just, we have demonstrated our ability to be, uh, unreasonable and unpredictable in many ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. We really are. We really are. You know, it's funny. Um, not to keep going back to this UFO thing, I promise I'm not some tin, tin, I'm, I'm not some tinfoil, you know, nut over here, like uh, whatever. But it, it is funny to I think see my the wife blanket in your corner. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like hiding my X Files tattoo. Like, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have one. <laughs> but no, my wife was like, you know, really, like, what, what kind of, why would they want to come look at us or, you know, you know what I mean? Like study us. Like we're, we're, we're no, you know, we're idiots down here. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we make the dumbest decision. We fight over the dumbest stuff. Like what would be even the point of studying us? You know, at some points we're so primitive in some ways. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. I, that, that's so true. I mean, if you think about like aliens, if the whole, like, you know, this large chunk of sci-fi, uh, fiction out there that where the whole premise is that these aliens are out for our destruction. I mean, there's a part of us, of course, like our self-preservation mode is like, no, it's so wrong. They shouldn't kill us. <laughs> we're pretty good at messing things up. Like we are yeah. pretty good at like promoting disease at like starting unending wars like you know oppressing each other like we're kind of a jerk species in general so i mean if we saw like like when we see roaches we're like they're a pest yeah we're gonna kill them and we're kind of like the roaches of the universe so (laughs) that's funny yeah that's not good for us not saying i wish that i'm just saying i kind of of understand if they're that more advanced i get it i mean have you been to please don't you know wherever you are out there right? yeah please, please yeah we Guys, understand why you want please. to but no please don't okay at least not these two people right here okay let us be we got for, she's she's going on tour this summer y'all okay so let, we gotta we need sing to, little harmonies before i go yeah, come on yeah. i got podcasts to do okay it's important i'm changing the world here what a good okay. argument we're putting forward here, yeah right i know yeah we i'm got that to- guy at the party now going have you heard my podcast you know that's me now <laughs> it's like 
What is happening? I apologize, bandmates. We got a little distracted by aliens. But <laughs> yeah, totally. It's hey, it's uh, it's in the news. I mean, there's a big report coming. I know. Like, it's that's why I keep telling my wife, like, look, she keeps like, dude, stop bringing this up. This is like all you want to talk about. <laughs> I said, I, I, I'm like, look, this is crazy. Like, they're literally admitting there's UFO. Obama said there are UFOs. We don't know what they are. What the hell? Why is that not like what everyone's talking about? That's right. crazy. Well, remember just a few months ago, there were like two commercial pilots who had like the large yeah. cylindrical object. The Tic Tac, right? The, t is that the, t yeah, the Tic Tac. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, it was like, and one of them was like over it and the other one was under it or something. And they were like, yeah, I saw that too, dude. Like, hello, they're out there. They're trained, you know. Either that, or else they're, either that or else they're like military missiles that they test that they don't want us to know about you know could be it's something we whatever it is we don't know what it is so let's just find out i, you <laughs> know, I like to let my imagination run wild i'm not gonna lie of course you know it's got to be some trans-dimensional being you know i don't know i can get crazy <laughs> with it but that's exciting to think about that there's more to this you know what is that you know right uh, right that's kind of crazy right. to think yeah. about you know like uh you know, way, way back in the day of, uh, you know, not knowing the earth was flat, not knowing what that there was more to the earth, you know, sailing right. across the Atlantic. Uh, you know, I used to live in Spain and I remember like hiking to what, what they called Finisterra, which was considered the end. It's, it just means end of the earth right there on the Atlantic uh, Ocean and this, you know, from Spain and, and the Atlantic right there. And I, and I used to stand on that beach and think, wow, people would come here thousands of years ago, stand right here and look out and go, that's it. There's nothing else. Well, and that's a crazy thought to have. You're not one of those round earthers, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was funny. <laughs> We're just going to oh, upset man. all kinds of people with this. Totally. Listen, you got to give it a, you know, give watch some more videos you never you might be convinced i don't know they could be right it's all staged it's all staged man it's, it's all, all it's staged flat. man it's yeah. flat <laughs> that's funny that is so funny do you ever find yourself like writing uh, songs about things like that or do you always like have a certain i don't know wheelhouse of topics or story ideas you pull from or, or how does that work for you when you're writing songs you know I think pretty much anything is fair game. I've never been that much of an overtly political writer. Um, yeah. The three of us together, you know, it's interesting. I would say like our trio writing, you can definitely see all of our solo writer voices in our songs. Gotcha. Um, but I don't think and not just for the obvious reasons, but I don't think any of those songs really would have been written by one of us. Um, wow. I, because we each, because so much comes out of conversation, like even just like you and me, you know, we might've each, we've obviously each thought about all these things, even that we were joking about for the past yeah. 20 minutes or whatever, you know, um, on our own. But if we were going to, write a little article of, you know, one paragraph thing about it, we would have written a totally different thing now that we've had this conversation. Right. Yeah, and right. I, and that, that's really how it is with most co-writing, but I think really, I see, I see it very clearly in this trio. Um, 
how much we inform each other's way of saying things or or how much we want to dive into certain directions with each song. And there are some ways that you become braver in a trio or you become, you know, in a group like that um, to say things because if everybody feels good about it, then that little insecure editor voice that might show up when you're alone and say like, do you really want to say that? Or is that really going to fly? Is that really going to land? Um, if, if there are two other people who are like, oh yeah, I'm invested in that, then it gives you this ongoing permission, right? To keep going down those lines and to do an idea. Um, yeah. But there's also like, when something sucks, there are two people who are like, <laughs> no, no, that line doesn't work, you know, or that idea doesn't really work. And, but I, I think it does afford both in the big topics and also, you know, line to line as you're exploring um, an idea in a song. On the one hand, it can take longer, but on the other hand, it can, it can really, I think, give you that permission and that bravery to touch certain things. Oh, and, that's awesome. You know, you wow. get a lot of affirmation along the way. Sure. Sure, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah, bounce ideas off people. I mean, of course, you know, absolutely. Have you ever worked with, a, you don't have to name any names here, but have you ever worked with a songwriter and wrote a song, you just hated working with them? You're like, oh my God, this is a beating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not naming names, but. Of course. Yeah, course. definitely been in a room and been like, I can't wait till this is. I get it. I totally get it. Wow, yeah. that's got to be tough to try to get through that uh, oh songwriting, right? Like, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. when you're glad that you have like, it's kind of like makes you appreciate who you do <laughs> are working with, right? Like, right? Like, I never was. I was never went on a bunch of blind dates or anything, but I've had friends who have like a whole blind date or first date protocol where they like always meet at the same bookstore or something, you know, and they always have a friend come by at a certain amount of time uh, and check on that's them. That's a, you have to do that. That's yeah. a, that, that, and, that's a, yeah, get it. And like, you know, the, I, I gotta admit that there have been some times where I like really didn't know somebody before they wanted to write together and I would always schedule something after. So Just, you could be like, well, I gotta get going. I gotta go. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> what time is it? What time is it? Yeah, dude, I gotta, yeah, remember because, that thing I said? You know, because it, you, you just don't know how excruciating it's going to be. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't have an out, <laughs> you know, then you don't have an out. You're just stuck. And they're like just like, ding, 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 you know? Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh yeah. You're like, yeah, that sounds we're really great. getting somewhere. And you're like, yeah, we're really getting somewhere. Oh my God. I gotta. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And it's not you. Honestly, it's not usually about the song not being good so much as like. Sometimes people, right. Just doesn't just work sometimes like, yeah or some yeah, people are kind of work. bullies you know when they're like they're like no they're i don't like their that. stuff this yeah. is really what we should write and you're like guess what i think doesn't matter so <laughs> <laughs> it's very that sounded like a guy voice just fyi <laughs> i'm just saying that sounded like so there's some dudes out there look i get it i get it i get it <laughs> yeah it's very rare it's it's only happened a couple of times in my life, but I, like I get it. Uh, it. Same thing happened in the kitchen. You get bullies in the kitchen too. They're shoving. They're they're like my you know taking control of the dish. If you will, you're like, hey pal, 
This oh my is God. my, you know, that could be I, a nightmare too. Years ago, yeah. I was at this like kind of family gathering, not my family, but you know, I was like a guest at this family <laughs> gathering. And I had chopped all of this. I can't remember now if it was celery or broccoli, but they told me what size they wanted all the pieces. So I made yeah. it that size. And like, yeah. I, I have always sewn my whole life, like a, you know, like I sew things. So I'm very good with like, if you say you want them a half inch, they'll be a half inch. If you say yeah. you want them a quarter inch, they'll be a quarter inch. So I chopped them all to what they said, but what they said was not what they meant. So then they came back and chopped all of my, it was broccoli. They chopped all my broccoli pieces in half. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna go over there now. <laughs> It's so annoying. It is annoying. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big yes. If somebody asks you, you well, show and them, they on, were like, they you were show like, them on the end of your night. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I look, like, that's their fault. That's on them. I will kill you. Yeah, that's on them. Listen, you now know what I would have done? I would have, I would have <laughs> taken that. I would have taken that broccoli and thrown it on the floor. Really, that would have. That's what I would have done. Nobody's well, getting yeah. broccoli. And it was fine. I'm exaggerating, but you know, yeah, but of course course but i could imagine like in an actual work kitchen if somebody did something like that it would be real annoying it gets brutal trust me i'm telling you it can be cutthroat in kitchens sometimes those are the bad ones you don't really you don't want to work in those environments okay? that's not <laughs> that's not what you you Nobody don't ever want to worry about in anyway <laughs> if you're constantly doing this you, you're not working in the right place you know what i mean like is this guy gonna mess with me you know you don't want to be back there. Uh, it's no, it's the best when it's like literally. I know this sounds weird, but everyone's high fiving and just like having a good time, and you know, yeah, it seems like out of a movie or something. But that those are that really happens, and those are the best kitchens to work because it comes out in the food. Emotion comes out in the food. Yeah. So you know, it is true. I mean, if you got an angry chef, you're gonna get an angry dish. It's just gonna be angry, and somehow, you know, it's just something about it's gonna be off. It's the same thing, you know, if you're happy and you're cooking, you know, you, you, tienes el pasión, you know what I mean? Están tu sangre, you got it, you're, you're going. It, that dish is going to be amazing. I would, I would imagine it's the same thing if you're writing or performing on stage, right? It's, it's going to come out whether you like it or not. It's know? really true. And, and I mean, I'm sure this happens for... I mean, I'm not just a, I'm not just the hair club president. No, yeah. I'm not just a musician, you know, I'm a, I'm a music fan. And... And I, I'm sure most music lovers experience this when you, there are times when you like, you might like a song or like a person's music, all right. And then you meet them or you, you know, see them on stage and you decide that you like really like them as a person. And then all of a sudden their whole catalog of music opens to you in this other way. And you're like, now I'm really into this music. Wow. You know, because some emotional transformation happens, right? You're connected to that person. You believe in them. You trust them. You trust the things that they say. You're yeah. invested in what they're writing. And um, and it's not like you went from like, I don't care about this music to like, I love it. But like, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you become more enthusiastic about it. And then the things that they write or put out after that, you're like, you love it on first listen, right? Because sure. you love them. And um, I think that that happens in that collaboration thing too. Like, I love Rebecca and Grace. I mean, we we truly, deeply care about each other as people and are involved in each other's lives. You know, we 
keep up with what's going on and all of this personal stuff. And so when we sit down to write songs, we always connect on a really personal level first. You know, we always sit down and give each other the lowdown on what's going on. You know, we always have like a big spread of good food or munchies or, you know, like 12 kinds of tea, you know, six kinds of cheese, whatever. (laughs) We're just like, we're invested in like creating this feeling of family and this like coziness together and this intimacy and trust. And so when we write together, it's like you said, like in a, like in a really good environment of a kitchen, like we, we know that all of us are interested in creating something we all believe in together and that we want it for each other as much as for ourselves. And we want to take care of our listeners and have them listen to something that they, you know, can believe in and, and feel good about listening to. And, and I think that love and that genuine care translates, you know, and I, and we've seen it, you know, on the road when we've gone to play shows that a lot of times our listeners, um, connect with both aspects of, uh, you know, of our presentation, just the music, but also like our genuine friendship. Absolutely. We're grateful for that. Oh, that's amazing. I think, you know, as a fan, people just want genuine, you know, they they want something genuine and truthful and um, you can't really fake that. I mean, I guess to some people you can, but not generally. There's always something off and as a fan, you'll know, you know. Yeah. Well, none of us are very good actors. Yeah. <laughs> all of us, all three of us have very obvious tells and none of us have a poker face. So if we were not friends, you would be definitely be able to see it. Yeah, that, that's great. That's that's better, I think, because you always hear those stories like about maybe a group or maybe some TV show, right? With two hosts or something. It's like, Oh, for 30 years, they didn't get along. You know, they weren't in a room together. Like what? We saw them on TV every day laughing and like, how do they do that? You know, yeah. I, I could, I'm with you. I, can, I don't think I could ever do something like that. I, I can't, uh, it's gotta be real. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's great. So you guys have some shows coming up, right? What are do. any, um, you're like most excited about, or you just don't get, you're just ready. Oh, no, we we're excited about a bunch of the upcoming stuff. We um, are going to be playing uh, a a series of shows in Texas and um, our big show. Our album is out on the 30th of July and we are going to do a show in Austin on the 29th and um, secret. So um, everybody come and hang out there. Um, We're going to be playing um, at Waterloo Records on the actual day the album comes out. So on Friday night, we're really, we're so excited about that. That's like, you know, a place that we all love to go anyway. And then, um, and um, then in, uh, so we've got some dates like that weekend, the following weekend in the region. And then, you know, down in Houston at the Mucky Duck and David, poor David's in Dallas. And then um, we're going to do some shows in California, in the Northeast. Um, We're out in August. I think we're going out to Mountain Stage to do that show. And uh, so, yeah, we've got a ton of stuff we're really excited about. 
That's a lot. Like I was, you know, that's a lot. That's great. I'm that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's going to be unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, these are going to be some of the best shows. These sort of the, the Dallas one you said, where, where are y'all playing? Poor David's Poor David's. Yeah. Is it poor David's pub? Is that what it's poor called? David's pub. Yep. Yep. That's literally right below me here in my building. I live at right. South side at, I live oh at South side of Lamar. Yeah. yeah I got to come to that show now. I got to, I know you I can mean, walk. I can literally walk uh, to it. I mean, yeah, I take I walk my dogs by it every day, three times a day. Four doors open, you could go get a cocktail at the is it the Nilo or the whatever hotel? Uh, oh, it's called uh, it's called Canvas now. Canvas now, okay, but, but they still got the fancy bar. Yeah, they got the bar up top. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a great place. That's a great place. It's a great strip of. Uh, yeah. a few different venues there too um yeah and there's that great old um like across the street there's that great building that's like an old gas station or something and it's like oh i can't an remember old gas it station it looks like it looks like 50 years ago it was a gas station and then it became you know other things but there's an old building there that i just i just love it because i just love I just love old buildings. But, Absolutely. I mean, uh, I love this building. That though. neighborhood I mean, is so cool. Yeah, that neighborhood, that building is cool. This, uh, look at this. I mean, this wall right here is, this is the original Sears wall, like 1908 or some shit, you know. And this oh. door is actually a vintage fire door. So oh, this is the cool. door. And, and it's it, this used to lead to the staircase that people would exit, you know, to get out of the building um here you know but it's like welded to the wall but that's the original door the original you know yeah i love this building just for the you know the care the you know the character that it has and the history and yeah this whole little part of dallas is amazing for that so well that's great i'll, I'll definitely come see y'all at poor davis awesome. for sure i'll we'll drop in and, you know uh, yeah hey let me pay i don't mind let me, uh, <laughs> let me give y'all some money i'm all about support and uh you know it's like when my friends used to come to my food truck I'd say, listen, y'all are paying. Okay, <laughs> don't think that I'm here. You got a friend that's got the food. Oh, you want free tacos? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. le le listen, this is what I tell people. Always pay at your friend's restaurants or food trucks or whatever they have. Pay there because let them use the free stuff to give to people they don't know to help their business. That's that's what you should do. So that's don't so ask them good. for favors, right? That's the best way to do it. In fact, leave a little more, order some extra stuff, you know, Tell them you want to pay. Tell them you, you know, it, it helps because they're going to want to give it to you for free. You know, they might be, no, let me do it. Let me take, but tell them no. Tell them you want to pay. Save it for, you know, a, a stranger that's going to, that's going to go further with, right? Because uh, your friend's going to come support you no matter what. You only give free stuff to people that you're trying to get them in your door. Right. right? So oh, anyway, that's, that's so good. That's so good. I'm so going to steal that and repeat it. Absolutely, please, yes, That'd absolutely. Especially in Austin, right? Um, you're in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. That's you're right. It's food truck city, I man. That's where I had my food truck for five years. That's uh, yeah. it's all about that there. So yeah, for sure. Please uh, let that be the the new uh, way of doing things. I couldn't think of a better word. The new way of doing. Oh my God, Patrick. <laughs> You're, you're the writer, okay? You're the you're the magician of words, okay? Wait, I do talk for a living. Holy shit, Patrick. I, know, I, was oh like, my I God. think you're kind of a writer, too. No, I don't write. See, this all just just comes out right here. I, you know, maybe I should write things down. I'm sure you come out a lot. <laughs> a lot better, for sure. That's so oh, that's awesome. Well, that's amazing that you guys have a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, my dog is jumping in here can you see my little, oh, yeah. my little pup here rocket he makes an appearance on the show oh, sometimes 
Oh. ¿Qué pasó, mi niño? ¿Cómo estás? Rockets from Spain. Brought him from Spain. So he only understands Spanish then. He, he only understands Spanish. Yeah. yeah. ¿Verdad, mi niño? ¿Qué te pasa? He misses that daddy. Been, that must have been very um, complicated bringing, bringing him, him up. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot. Of, he's got a passport. I mean, he's like, <laughs> this, the, I mean, yeah, it's a he's whole process. He's more cosmopolitan than most people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's been all over. He's done a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of fun stuff. Oh, he's um, like, Dad, it's been it's been like a long time since you paid me your undivided attention. Totally. Like, I've so gotten spoiled. used to a year of you just looking at me. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think he liked that on COVID. It was like, dude, what are you doing home so much? This oh, really? Not, yeah. I was like, uh, listen, I, you know, this is my space. Get out of here. What, you know. Some of my friends have been telling me that their their pets were all like, we just like, I thought we like renegotiated our contract last yeah. year. <laughs> and I liked it. And now you're changing things again. That's not what I signed up for. You're supposed to like be here to give me treats on demand, to like walk me four times a day. Four times a day. Holy yeah. cow. We that's have, a we rocket. Have cats. Rocket, we have you cats, didn't hear that. So we have oh. cats. They don't demand walks, you know. You got it made. You got it and made. They, Trust yeah. me. I get it. I yeah, get they're it. like sometimes we want a more warm lap. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> no. Just they do their own thing. I love cats. I like for that you reason. now. I don't like you now. Totally. Yeah. I love it. I love them. They're I'm like. More, I, I feel like I am a cat person, but I have dogs. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. The rescues. Yeah. That's why both of my dogs are rescues. It's like I couldn't. Him. What was I gonna say? No to this little guy? I don't think nope. so. No. I don't think so. Nope. Right, buddy? He's so good. He's such a good dog. No, I got great dogs. Um I, you know, uh, Nevena who set up our interview, you did you talk to her through email, Nevena? Maybe? I don't think I did. I think maybe our publicist. Okay, your publicist. Okay, okay, yes. Um said you may may play a song. I don't know. I don't want to put any pressure on you. Oh. Um, I'm happy to. Uh, you know, actually, if you if you want, if you want. Yeah, I we can love do. we love having performances. We clip them out. We put them in our special playlist on YouTube as well, and you know we do a lot with them to to help promote and, and all that. Yeah, totally happy to do it. Um, I'm trying to think what I should, which one I should do. Maybe. That's up to you. Whatever you're feeling. I think this might be might be a fun song. Give it a quick tune. <laughs> of course. I had someone tune their piano one time before. No. Yeah. Just a few like strings or something. I don't know how you tune a piano, but they did something to it back there. That is kind of amazing. I mean, yeah, it was amazing. It's Marsha Ball. Her name's Marsha Ball. She's like I a famous. Love, of course, yeah. Marsha. You know yeah. what? She's. She was awesome. I absolutely loved our conversation. She was so cool. She's so cool. She's so She's nice. Cool. She's incredible. Oh my God, she cr she played the best. I mean, I was like, my jaw dropped. I mean, I was like, holy cow. I know, she can yes. do that stride stuff. She can do, she can do anything. Oh, of course she can tune her own piano before she right. plays. That's like, 
Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay, I'm going to uh, mute my mic so that you get everything. Okay, okay. I'm going to... I was about to do one song, but then I was like, I think I think the gals would rather me do this one. So, you know, I got we always we always got to keep each other in mind, three of us. But all right, so uh, this is a song that is not out yet, but we are going to be releasing it this summer, just before the um, record comes out, and it is called Promised Land, and I wrote it with my bandmates Rebecca Loby and Grace Pettis. Small and not that free. 
Wow. Holy cow. Oh, thanks. That was amazing. That's a phenomenal song. Thank wow. you. Wow. <laughs> I'm always blown away uh, by performances on the podcast. It's always because I get this like private performance every time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I know it goes out to a lot of people afterward, but like in the moment, it's always, uh, yeah, it's such an honor. Uh, wow, what a phenomenal song. So this is just one of the 11 tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, coming out. <laughs> wow, y'all have really put some stuff together. I can the harmonies on that have got to be insane. Yeah, wow. the, I mean, it, this is just like this is not even a good. I mean, what you killed it. You have an a, oh. amazing voice. Are you kidding me? I mean, what? But it's I mean, so much better with the harmonies. I'm I mean, sure, of course, you know, absolutely. I, I get that 100%. But um, just what you did right, that just, you know, killed it. Um, wow. That's amazing. What a talent that is uh, to be able to do that. Um, oh, that's amazing. When, when did you know you had that talent? Did someone tell you? Did, you know, you just like, I'm going to do this. There's a little bit of both sides of that. Um, my... So I grew up in this really musical family, and I have three sisters. Uh, my my grandparents lived with us growing up, so my grandmother had a very strong voice, has still, I guess my mom, very strong voice. And um, all three of my sisters were very musical. So all four of us took a lot of musical instruments growing uh, lessons growing up. And, you know, I um, I actually started... I mean, we all sang our whole lives, but I actually started singing professionally when I was about nine um wow yeah which is weird but i i was in this small singing group and we would record uh children's songs for textbook companies so like those records or tapes that music teachers used in elementary schools I, <laughs> those little songs and That's yeah awesome which was, That's it so was awesome. a really fun job as a kid yeah. and um, so I got to go to these great recording studios in Houston and kind of get used to what that felt like. So I felt like that was, you know, a piece of my musical story for sure. And, but you know, my, my older sisters, I was third out of four and like the lesser of the middle children. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> both of my older sisters were so incredibly talented. I mean, like kind of off the charts, you know, and I, I never was that. You know, I was kind of good at the things that I did and I was a better singer than an instrumentalist and all that kind of stuff. But they were both so, you know, even as a kid, sometimes you just know, like, like, you you know, you see certain people do things and you're like, it's like watching an Olympic athlete. Like, yeah. I'm never going to do that. Like, I can feel in my body kind of what they're doing, but I'm never going to be able to do that. And so I, I grew up with that feeling. And um, so I think what I'm so sorry about my dog. No, I don't know if you can hear that. Totally fine with me. Um, I'm just surprised no cats have come up and jingled all over this room. <laughs> I but, was hoping they would. I, I, some, I love when animals make an appearance, oh gosh, trust they me. They usually do. But um, I just, I, I think deep down, you know, music was all, what I always wanted to do, but it never seemed like a reality because both of my older sisters were kind of discounted it out of hand. Like they were like, well, it's not really possible for us to make a living doing that. So, um, if, and if, you know, and as a younger child, it was like, well, if they can't do it, then I certainly have no business even considering that. So it never really consciously crossed my mind as something that I would do for a living. And I was almost 30 when, um, and in grad school, 
when several close friends and mentors uh, talked to me and just said, you know, everybody in your life knows that you want to do music. Everybody except you (laughs) knows that this is what you want to do and and it's what you probably should be doing. And and it wasn't that I wasn't doing well in grad school or anything like that. But um, when I got that feedback from several of the people that I knew and trusted the most in my life, it struck me that that they were probably right. And, um, and I just had never given myself permission to pursue that. So, um, I, this sounds so cheesy, but I signed up for like a six week songwriting class (laughs) in Austin and it gave me the confidence I needed to just really, really, it just gave me the deadlines I needed to write my first songs. And, um, through that, I started meeting other songwriters and, um, my whole goal was was to be able to, like when I decided I finally wanted to do music, I was like, well, what I really want to do is sing harmony with people because that was what I've always loved to do my whole life, both yeah. in my family and like, you know, out in the world. And, but I knew that the only way I was going to get called up in Austin to sing harmony with the people I really wanted to sing with was to be a solo artist. Like they had to figure out who you were and figure out that you were good and then you might be asked to guest here and there. And then eventually you'd be, you know, known as doing, known for doing that. And after, I don't know, uh, what is it now? 17 years of doing it. That's kind of coming true. I'm finally <laughs> being asked to sing harmony with the people that I really want to sing with. And, um, and, and I, along the way, I've grown to really love songwriting and I've grown to really love leading a band and, you know, doing the other things. Um, that at first were just kind of prerequisites, you know? Yeah, totally. But but yeah, I mean, now, I mean, in the past few years, I've gotten to sing, you know, on Eliza Gilkison records on the upcoming James McMurtry record that'll come out this summer. And yeah, we had James on. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I I love him. And I mean, and he's one of my all time heroes. So the fact that I got to sing on a bunch of the songs, um, on his new record, like that was, that's, that's great one of my highlights till I die, you know? So yeah, I came to it late. I came to it early and I came to it late, I guess. Hey, there's no time except (laughs) the the time it is to do it. Right. Like there there is no good time. It's like when the time was right, you did, you know, just glad you did it. Yeah. I I think a lot of people are professionally when I was, and then I didn't start professionally till I was almost there. You know, it is, but, um, but I, I, I do feel like, working in the real world for a few years and you know all of that stuff has has been to my benefit i i appreciate all of it absolutely of course absolutely teach hard work and you know deadlines and discipline and getting shit done as we say right just uh, there's nothing wrong with that that can come a lot to uh because i know songwriters okay they can procrastinate (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) hey nothing wrong with that dollars in the in my savings which was right holy cow are you kidding me that's rich that's like (laughs) totally well that's all well i'm glad you made that decision and i know your fans are too and everyone that hears you sing i'm sure is happy uh, if they don't know that story that you did make that decision to get into it no it's amazing definitely got to share what you have with the world there's no doubt about that so, well, listen, this was amazing conversation. I had absolute blast. This was so much, right? I mean, this was so much fun. Really, I did. We didn't I, I laugh. Really 
aliens, about, you know. I, I never know what's going to happen lives. usually. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it goes where it goes. Uh, look, I write notes, but I don't even know if I look at them. I'm not even sure if I... <laughs> I know. Let's see, what questions didn't we do on there? What, what kind the, of a... There's nothing. There's no question. I don't write questions. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't, that's not what I do. I just write notes. I just write things. New album, self-titled, new tour. That's all I wrote. That's broccoli. Literally. I wrote nobody's girl. Yeah, broccoli. <laughs> don't ask her to chop broccoli for you. <laughs> Unless Dana Carvey's there. <laughs> I do notes all the time for people and I will sometimes never even get to it. It just like, it just depends, right? I just never know. Look, I, this is something I told somebody once that asked me about podcasting because they wanted to start one and mm -hmm. how they talk to people and this and that. And it's okay. I said, look, but to be honest with you, like you can have a plan. It's good to have a plan going, going with a plan, of course, but don't right. be afraid to change that plan in the middle. That's it. If somebody's talking about something, you're having an interesting conversation. Why would you break that and go to something else. like doesn't make any sense to me so yeah. just go with it you know if it's working go with it and blah 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 so anyway i i really enjoyed this podcast awesome. <laughs> we talked about all kinds of stuff music yeah it, we fit we fit aliens in there somehow i always find a way to <laughs> squeeze that in there you know <laughs> i can't help it oh uh, the editor of the that who edits the episode is probably like jesus patrick this is another <laughs> another alien bit uh, here we go. <laughs> we like, is that your dog? Are you speaking Spanish to your dog again? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the only language he understands. What do you expect me to do? Oh, dude. For a while there, it was like, Patrick, can you stop bringing up Spain? And I brought it up again today. I, I brought it up again. I know that yeah, it's like, I, you know, hey, I can't help it. It's like, listen, this is my life. What do you guys want me to do? Exactly. This is my life. I know. Anyway. Thank you so much. This was so awesome. Thank you again for the performance. That was absolutely amazing. Um, super excited. And I, I'm dead serious about when y'all come to Poor David's. Uh, I have y'all's website up, so I'll look at that and get that uh, on the calendar and make sure I walk down there and check y'all out. Uh, be absolutely amazing to see y'all in person. And yeah, just wish y'all the best of luck with the ever, you know, this whole tour you guys all got coming up, the new album coming out, uh, all of that. It's amazing. I'm so glad that y'all are able to get back out and uh, bring some of this love and magic to the fans and to the people who desperately uh, need it as much as y'all do too. So thank you so much. This has been so fun. I'm just gonna grab it. <laughs> I got like this little frog in my throat just as I was saying I thank it. you. And I was like, oh, I hold on. But I know, so pro, you guys. <laughs> take a note. That's how you sign off. You just no, like no. you just get halfway through the words thank you. This was you this was awesome. Yeah, this was, I just had such a good time talking yeah. <laughs> Really good conversation. No, but I, we, do, we do hope to see you guys. We'll be, so we'll be kind of in Austin that first weekend, that July 29 weekend, and then the following weekend we'll be in Houston and Dallas and stuff. And we hope to see you guys all out there. Awesome. 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 Well, my best to you and uh, your family and everybody and to the, to the other ladies in the group, of course. Uh, can't wait for y'all to get together. I'm sure that's going to be special for y'all. So <laughs> can't yeah, wait. Again. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. For sure. All right. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll uh, we'll send an email when this uh, goes out. It's usually a few weeks, that sort of thing. Uh, that sort of thing. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll send an email out and all that. So cool, and we'll be happy to share it. We're we're so we just feel very honored that you asked to have a conversation with us. So. Oh gosh, this was amazing. Uh, the honors all all ours for sure. So thank you again so much. And and uh, please, my best of ladies. And look. Uh, we can set this up again and get all y'all three on again. Like yeah. I'd be I'd be yeah, down for the great. Like, I mean, we should definitely do that. That would be amazing. And then you can uh, hear the songs with harmony. Maybe we'll there do we go. 
Absolutely. Well, and I was thinking we'd all talk aliens more, but I'd like to get some more well, opinions about that. But, you know, yeah, we can do that, have, too. You, I will say you really need to talk about aliens with Grace Pettis because she is, is she like, into that. Well, not just aliens, but she's like one of the biggest Trekkies that I've okay. ever Listen, so, wow. Like, We're already going to get along. Okay. <laughs> I can tell her that. About, you know, outer oh. space fiction is really deep. I, I can already tell. Yeah, we would absolutely get along for sure. There's no question about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we might we might end up like hogging the whole podcast if it's all but right. And just <laughs> she would love that. She would love that. I'm gonna tell her we talked about outer space and aliens, and then she's gonna be like, "Okay, what, why wasn't I there? Why, right? uh, yeah, why'd you take that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, hey, we'll we'll send out another email. We'll figure this out. Sounds good. Thanks so right, much. Man. Thank you so much. Yes, this was awesome. Be good. Stay safe. You we'll too. Talk soon. All okay. right. Bye-bye. Bye. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show, the end credits. This is everyone responsible for making the show happen. Executive producer, Sebastian Sauerborn. Podcast manager, Nevena Ponovich. Marketing manager, Caroline Grape. Video and audio editors, Danilo Vojnov and Pavel Sebastianovic. Thumbnail designer, Marko Vukovic. Social media manager, Ursa Rusman. Guest outreach, Corey Menciez. Designing image quotes, Jay Apuya. Social media videos, Labri Fernandez. Outreach support, Yonet Del Mundo. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. Until next time.